What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. It's a special Monday edition, and I'll say that because we're going to do a Tuesday show as well uh, where we kind of do our normal thing. Not tonight. Tonight's not a normal show. Tonight is a special show. Uh, We sit here at the Dudes Who Bet Sports desk, minutes uh, removed from Lincoln Riley officially being introduced in a press conference. As the head coach of USC, Papa Dude, how does that strike you right off the top? I don't know where to start. <laughs> do you? I mean, I've got so- I've got us kind of formatted on a timeline. Of I hope of, you do. I hope you do, yeah. um, because there's so much to cover. I wrote down five things that we know for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to read them to start us off, or? Well, just immediately, what was your first reaction when I called you yesterday and said Uh, that uh, Lincoln Riley was going to USC? He's a liar. (laughs) I'm just, that's my first thing. Yeah, well, that's great then. Yep, go ahead. He's a blatant liar. I mean, he, or or a a master at misleading uh, the public is what I thought. And let me read, let me just say something right now, but. I do not blame him for leaving. I mean, if he feels like that's better for him, mm-hmm. okay. I don't have a problem with that. Do you? Yeah. No. I mean, no. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not sitting there saying well, he 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 shot Oklahoma in the back or whatever. Oklahoma's no better than anybody else. It's the way he did it that I have a problem with. I mean, if he felt like that was okay, here's the thing. I don't know whether you want to get in this yet. Just stop me. The thing is. Okay, he's at the University of Oklahoma. If USC really wants him, this is what you do. If they get a hold of you in September, October, whenever it was, you just say, boys, I got a great team here. We got a shot at the playoffs. Call me when our season is done. If you want me bad enough, then we'll talk. I'll stop you right there because I, I do I, I do want to go into one of the biggest lies he's told. He just okay. told it about 20 minutes ago. They asked him, when would this start and how did it all come together? He said, I had no contact, knew nothing about this until Saturday night after the game. And lo and behold, Saturday night after the game was about 10 o'clock local time. Uh, in it was longer than that by the time he got done with the press conferences and everything. So, okay, say by the time he could have answered a telephone call, it probably would have been close to midnight. I would say he he expects us to believe that between midnight and about 2 o'clock the next day, he had went from never talking to USC to negotiating a multi-million dollar deal and leaving Oklahoma. So there's lie number one that's blatant. Absolutely. It has to be. First of all, he was in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and probably didn't get out of the locker room with all the press conferences and everything else till at least midnight. Yeah. Think about that. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact they went and ate after the game. Now, they could be getting a hold of his agent. Sure. You know, not him personally. 
But the reason I know this is a lie is because this morning he left for L.A. with four or five of his assistants. Mm -hmm. There is no way in hell that you could tell your assistants on Sunday morning that you've taken the USC job and you guys want to come with me. We've got to go be out there tomorrow. And they can make that decision to leave that quick. No, absolutely not. And that comes into problem. My biggest problem with the whole thing. And I agree. If he wants to go to USC, That's maybe fine. he wants to step out of the Bob Stoops type of shadow, yeah. even though Bob has not cast, he's done everything to help him. And nice. I'll get into that in a minute. But if you want to get away, that's that's fine. But basically what has happened here, and, and, and some of this we know is fact, some of it is speculation, some of it is strong speculation that is, is most likely fact, just hasn't been totally uh, you know, confirmed. Probably the bye week is when this started. And during that bye week, Oklahoma was 9-0 and and had three games ahead of them that, that where they could – make the college football playoff, win the Big 12 championship, all those kinds of things. And during the bye week and then during the week leading up to Baylor, uh, he missed a, a, a press showing on Monday and on Tuesday. Clearly, this was being negotiated during those two weeks. In a time when you're coaching, this is, this is not some shitty school. You're at Oklahoma, you're right. undefeated, and you're getting ready to go play the three biggest games of the season – and you and four assistants have your foot out the door. And, and, and basically, you just screwed up the season. I totally agree. And I, I guarantee you that's what happened. And here's the deal. When you're in close corners with a group of people, like your football staff, mm -hmm. that see each other all the time, there's no way, having worked on faculties and at school, there's no secrets. There aren't any. You can't keep a thing like that secret. Mm -hmm. And the guys who weren't contacted about going with him, and maybe he contacted all of them to go with him. I, I know. Okay, I'll stop you right there. He did not. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay, you know that for yep. a fact? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. These guys know. They know. They see what's going on. They're not stupid. I mean, they see these guys huddling together. They see Lincoln calling somebody into his office to talk and all that stuff. You cannot tell me otherwise. I know I've been a member of a faculty mm -hmm. secrets. You just know when mm -hmm. something's going on. That causes a division within your coaching staff during the three biggest weeks of the season. And that's what I'm mad about. And I'm sure you are too. Yeah, it's, it's, fury, it's infuriating. Um, I do know this uh, on Sunday, about half the staff was completely shocked. Could oh. not believe it. And about half the staff had kind of told, um, you know, kind of told some people with within that Oklahoma web of media, mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah, we kind of knew something was happening. Um, Gabe Eichard, a, a guy we talk about a lot, former player who's now a member of the Oklahoma uh, media, you know, he came out immediately and said, I'm not surprised by this. I've had two or three assistants. You could probably guess who those assistants were, guys that he played with, like a DeMarco mm -hmm. Murray, right. uh, you know. That we're probably telling him something's up, something's weird. Yeah. He's not acting right. He he's not. We we've had reports he wasn't responsive to all of the coaches. We've had reports that he wasn't showing up for things uh, right. during the week, and the team played like it. And let's fast. Let's let's rewind real quick to the game Saturday night, a game that Oklahoma should have won. Period. Mm -hmm. They were not. They 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 had. They were not ready to play. They made a ton of mistakes. They you know they cost themselves the game, mm -hmm. and. 
at halftime, I said, I, I don't, I don't know what is going on. They just, they don't look like a, even though Riley has never been, had the most disciplined of teams, like this just doesn't look like Oklahoma. And I think we know why now this yeah. guy had one foot out the door. He did. And again, you just tell you, I mean, Lincoln Riley's name is big enough and his, 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 his resume, whatever is good enough. If USC wanted him, they would have waited. If they contact, I think they contacted him way before. Then. Totally. Yeah, I do. I think it got serious three or four weeks ago mm-hmm. when he, you understand during the bat bye week, they don't practice every day. Yeah. They don't, they use that bye week to get healthy, to get people healthy. They let those kids go home on the weekend. If mm-hmm. they can, because it's only time during the season, those kids that live close enough to Oklahoma City and Norman area can go home, and they let them go. They practice. They practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe a little bit Thursday, and then they're free. Yeah, until Sunday, they can and go home. There so, were, real quick, the reports on the bye week, and this is something that's sketch. Like I, I would not. I feel kind of bad about saying it, but it is out there that he was flown into like a smaller airport in LA. And there are, yeah. there are a lot of those and, and that's, he kind of snuck out to LA yeah. during the bye week. And that could be, that could be, and it couldn't be, you know, yeah. you, you said you're not positive on that. And, and again, we don't want most of this stuff we're guessing, but we're getting it from sources that we trust. Yeah. You know, I, I know people are saying, well, who are you guys? You don't, you know, but we, we, we have sources. That I know. Sure. I'll tell you this to, to stop that comment. If you're thinking that and you're thinking I'm on here, uh, just, just saying whatever I no, want. I'm not, I'm not thinking that. Or you, I know no, I'm I'm some of the people that are watching. Some of you may be watching for this show for the first time because of kind of the hype that we've given it. Uh, I know every, every uh, person in the OU media, I don't know them personally. But I know where they work. I know their first name. I know their last name. I follow them 24-7. I listen to their podcasts. I, I, I'm not going to give out just random BS. I'm not going to, I saw this tweet by some guy I don't know and tell it to you guys. And right. A big reason why we didn't do a live show last night when this happened is I felt the responsibility, and, and this is weird for, for me to say, but being the responsible one at Racing Dudes, but I felt the responsibility I want to listen to Kerry Murdoch, who right. I respect, and get and get stuff from him before yeah. I say it. I, I want to listen to Eddie Radosovich. I want to listen to Bob Crispillo. I want to listen to Jason Kersey. And these are real people, folks. These are people that I, I've been following 24. I've, I haven't hardly had any sleep because I've been following this because I don't want to right. spread false information. And that's not what we're doing. Well, and I listen to them every day on the radio. I, I know what they are. I know who they are. And I trust them. And when mm-hmm. they're saying this stuff, you've got to kind of listen to it. Yep. And so, you know, there, there was too much gossip going on. And Norman is a community where, and in Oklahoma's a state where Sooner football is, is it. And those people down there that cover that football team, that's all they think about. It's all they do. They got sources. They're around and they are very discreet. They really are. They don't just say crap. Yeah. That until stuff comes out, you know, then they're what I'm trying to say is as a media, they're pretty trustworthy. They absolutely For are. For example, Carrie Murdoch, who you mentioned, mm-hmm. who has a website, Sooner Scoop. Uh, we'll give him a little plug here. <laughs> Bob Stoop, he knew when Bob Stoop was going to resign. Yeah. And Stoops asked him, 
not to break the story. Now you got to understand this was the biggest story in Oklahoma yeah. since this. Yeah. And, and Kerry Murdoch kind of made a name for himself nationally. Mm -hmm. If he broke the story first and it turns out to be true. And that is a huge jump in his career. Yep. And he didn't do it because Stoops asked him not to. Yep. So these guys, you got to trust them when they start saying these things. Because they they honor what the coaches say. And if the coaches say it off the record, they don't report it. And now they are. So, yeah, I don't know how that, to end that. But well, no, and we're it, trusting it, these guys. We're trusting it. And a guy like Kerry Murdoch, uh, you, you know, one thing about it, and a guy like Al Eshbach, another, another great yes. name down at OU, coaches leave, coaches get fired, coaches don't do a very good job sometimes. You just you don't hear these guys bash these coaches. No, they don't. And they are all bashing Lincoln yes. Riley. Yes. And it shows you the character and what he was to those people in the in the, in the disregard uh, yes. for these people's time, these people's jobs, everything. And 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 the greatest example of that, and this to me is one of a couple things I'll talk about. This to me shows the character of Lincoln Riley more than anything else. Dean Blevins is another guy that does his weekly TV show with him. And he's an OU legend. OU legend. On Sundays, they do a TV show. He left Dean Blevins for four hours waiting. Uh, Dean Blevins was waiting for Lincoln Riley to show up on Sunday. He never called him. He never told him anything. Right. Dean Blevins finds out he, he's going to USC. He never got a phone call. He, nothing. He just left him. He left yeah. everybody like that. I just heard Dean Blevins talk about that yeah. just a minute ago. And He's uh, he said the same. He said, um, I, I, they always start doing the show on Sunday morning and it airs at seven o'clock on Sunday evenings in Oklahoma because it's the it's the playback show of the game the night before. Mm -hmm. It's what it is. And if you follow teams, you know, every coach does every it. coach has a show that they yeah. do to kind of hey, here's what happened in the yeah. game, good, bad, or indifferent. They go over yeah. it. Yeah. So Dean goes in about an hour early to kind of start getting preparing and getting some video ready because there's stuff you got to there's some production you got to do for the show. Well, we should have mentioned it's not just it's not just Dean. It's the camera oh, it's, people. It's yeah, the formatting it's, people. It's the it's crew. Right. It's the crew. Yeah. 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 So he goes in and he's there about an hour and he gets a call not from Lincoln but one of Lincoln's people is what he calls him. Right. Yes, head coaches have people, and you know because they're celebrities. So he he says, hey, he's going to be four hours late. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Dean waits around and waits around, waits around. Finally hadn't heard a word. So he gets a hold of Lincoln's people. Mm -hmm. And they said, Oh, he's not going to be there today. They weren't even going to call him. No, no. And then he finds out about it 30 minutes to an hour later that he's taking the job at USC. Yeah. A total disregard for right. a human being is what that's all and tell him what's going on exactly. and him to it, keep it under his don't report it until yeah. I can report it. Yeah. And Blevins would have done it. Out right. Of That's the thing. Him. He's a veteran guy. He understands situations. Yeah. He would have, he would have kept it quiet. There's no question yeah. about that. Uh, another report. I'm just going to keep bashing the guy. Another report because, because listen, and I'm going to get into this in a minute. Am I sad that we're losing him as a football coach? <laughs> Absolutely not. And we'll get that in a second. And here's the good news. If you watch this show, you know I'm not full of shit on that. 
We, I've been, I've told you this for a while. I, I'm not a huge fan of him as far as uh, leading a program and, and keeping things, uh, you know, discipline and, well, and, and motivation. Anyway, not going to get in. We'll get into why we think that here in a little while. Yeah, that's a good point. Another, another thing. This is, this is, according to Mike Steely and people, another, another guy in the OU media, sources close to Mike Steely has have said Lincoln Riley didn't even want to go talk to the team. Right. Until Bob Stoops told him, you have to get in there and talk to that team. And he was there for two minutes. He went two minutes and he got out of there and he's never stepped foot in there again. So all those guys that and all their families that he's, he, he's preached, we're going to be here. We're going to work it out. I'm, I'm with your kids. Uh, you know, we're all a big family. It, it took two minutes. Right. And I'm going to stop. Gone. I'm going to stop you right there and say this. When he came on his press conference after the Oklahoma State game, what did he say? Oh, man, I'm just heartbroken for these kids. They left it all out there. Man, it's tough. You have no idea how hard they play. I am so sad. And he's almost crying. He's almost crying. And the son of a bitch knew he was leaving Oklahoma and gets on. You talk about a con man. This is a con man. So two things, and this is great that we're, we're, you know, we're just going back and forth with this and one thing's leading to the next thing. It didn't matter. I was pretty calm before this started. He lied in the press conference. Well, and I, listen, I am calm. I really am. I'm just pissed <laughs> off. All right. I don't know that you're calm. I really am. I, my blood pressure my is... definition of calm, but well, okay. okay. I'm just pissed. You're under know. control. That's good. Okay. That's good. So... Yeah, I'm 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 under control. Uh, where was I going? Oh yeah, the press conference after the game. Right. Kerry Murdoch. I'll mention him again. He gets on. Yeah. I said Lincoln. I have once to ask. Again, once again, this was ten minutes into the press conference. No one had asked him this. Right. He said, okay. Lincoln. I have to ask, what's going on with LSU? You know, it's every day we're hearing right. you're going to LSU, LSU. Riley goes, hey, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm not going to be the next coach at LSU. Next question. Next question. Now, here's the deal. All of the national media, that's what they're playing. And then they'll come in and they'll go, he wasn't lying. He wasn't going to be the next coach at LSU. Here's what the national media is not playing you. Go look this up if you want to. The next question Kerry Murdoch asked was, I have to ask a follow-up, Lincoln, because I'm hearing so much stuff. Maybe you and the administration, you're not seeing eye to eye on things. And Lincoln Riley goes, nah, it couldn't be farther from the truth. We've worked together well for years, and we're going to continue to work together well for years. That's the key. So he did lie. He lied. He lied. He said, he said, I'm looking forward to working for them in the future. That's what he said, Mm -hmm. because we get along so well, and everybody knows that. And then he knew he was going to take this job. The very next day, and and is sitting there. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. so uh, listen, another. You, like you said, if you're going to take the job, hey, that's fine. I got no problem with that. I I don't. I mean, if you're not comfortable at a place, and obviously he wasn't, mm-hmm. or maybe the money's so much better. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All of that. We'll get into some reasons why he might have left, but. Do it the right way. Don't lie to us. Yeah. Because when he made the comment like he did, I thought to myself, 
and, and I'm not going to lie, it was a little bit of a relief, even though I don't really care for him that much. I know the turmoil you go through when you got to get another coach and that, you know, there's it's all kinds of crap going on. Yeah. And I just went to bed and thought, okay, you know, that has been a bunch of garbage. Cause I always thought it was garbage anyway. Didn't you? I did. Yeah. I did. The one thing I've told you that's the most disappointing thing to me, I'm a pretty good judge of people. And I've said on this show a few times, I don't agree with some of the things that are going on down there as far as coaching goes, but I'm not there. So I don't really know. I thought he was a genuinely nice person. I that is what has shocked me. I've been around him. Sandy and I've been around him. We, and I know it was this is stupid, but we were at a softball game, went up to him. He could have shunned us. He could have said, kiss my ass. I ain't got time for you. No, nicest man in the world. Let us take pictures with him. I've got a whole bunch of them. And I was, I was just. That's what has shocked me the most. That's what he's a, he was phony And that at the end of the day, you just have to say this guy was kind of phony. And that's, that's what immediately my, what fueled my anger. And it really hasn't stopped. I'm sitting there Saturday night reflecting on just a season that you couldn't, if you wrote it in Hollywood, think it's made up so many weird, stupid, crazy shit things happen. And I'm sitting there going, you know, I don't think he's that good. Uh, I think he's a let me let me be clear. I think he is a world class recruiter. Yes. I think he's a very good game planner and, and offensive coordinator and calling plays. Great offensive mind. I don't think he can control a whole program. I don't think they play with any discipline. I don't think you get him to play hard every week. But I was sitting there thinking this is a great human being. And yeah. And Give him the benefit of the doubt. That's he what I can maybe he sees it and he's gonna learn and he's gonna you know, progress and, and maybe we're going to get there. He's just got some things he's going to have to work on, but I think it's going to work out. And then he does this. And I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> like, That's what I felt too. How could I have not seen this? Hey, yeah. you got to understand people. And I know, I know you probably are saying, well, these guys doing it. Anyway, I watch everything. OU football. I watch all these coaches shows. I watch all of this stuff. I've watched them for years. Yeah. And I've, I thought he was genuinely, happy to be the head coach of the university of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I thought he, I thought he was, he was, he felt like he was fortunate to, and I mean, that's he said it all the time. Let's, let's talk about the last betrayal and then lead that into <laughs> what's OU going to do next. Okay. Because the last the betrayal, and I say this, this is the, this is the worst betrayal. He betrayed okay. Bob Stoops. Yeah. I know where you're going. Okay. He betrayed Bob Stoops more than any of us. Yeah. Here's why. Bob Stoops did everything humanly possible. He played chess. He planned everything out to make sure Lincoln Riley got the job and all the assistants had jobs when he left. Mm -hmm. Bob Stoops exited Oklahoma the better than any coach hardly ever. He didn't make that last season when he knew he was going to quit. He didn't, he didn't tell anybody. He didn't make it about himself. He quit at a time where, where, where no coach quits. No, and, and recruiting was not involved whatsoever. When yeah, he, he waited until – I mean, it's the – he gave the keys to a Porsche. To gave the, yeah, I was going to say a Cadillac. but Gave same. it on a silver platter. He crowned him. He anointed him. Yeah. And this is what you do to repay this man? Yeah. Not Let's, only do you leave for another college job, 
Yeah. You're taking assistants with you and wrecking that part of it. And you're who's... taking recruits with you. You're wrecking yes. that part of it. You're going to take current players with you. That will come out soon that people yes. are going to transfer. Oh, and you're that. taking that part of it. Yeah. And, and who's writing in, again, to save the damn program? Bob Stoops. And then you have Bob Stoops, who supposedly was blindsided by this. By the way, I think you're leaving was. and you don't tell Bob Stoops about it. He gets no. a call. He's on the damn golf course. He's on and the golf say, course. On and Sunday. now here's Bob going to come back. Come in and save us, Bob. Come in and save us. Yeah. Now, and now he's got to be the interim coach. Yeah. Let's back up a little bit and let's go through this from the the time he gets the job. To, okay. I, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to stop you. And I'm not, we'll get to some comments. I see them all. We're not getting them to right. This one's interesting though. Russ says, I don't remember it that way. I guess, are you saying regarding Stoops in the, how Riley transitioned? Yeah. Because let us, that's I'm a thousand percent what happened. A yeah. This, this, yeah. Russ, this, yeah. and all you guys, if you want to say, just go right ahead uh, and, and comment all you want and we'll try to get to them. Yeah. Uh, After this, we're going to go through the comments. Yeah. Yeah. And because I'm telling you guys, we know. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yes. You may think we're a couple of hicks from Missouri that are just blowing smoke. I got news for you. We know. Yeah. We are as close to the program as two guys can be that live in Missouri. Let yeah. me tell you that right now. Yeah. So we know what we're talking about. But let's go back to Stoops mm -hmm. for a minute because this is a guy that's what is right about college football. Mm -hmm. This man has more integrity than anyone. Yep. Whether you like him or not, I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. He has integrity. Here's what this guy did. He knew. That's not true. That, what do you mean? <laughs> this is false. Okay, go on. <laughs> That's totally false, right? That's false. Go on. Anyway, uh, when Stoops decided he, he had had enough, and you got to understand, coaches don't last at Oklahoma past what? how long Stoops stayed. Right. Oh, yeah. Everybody thinks, oh, God, that's a great job. Let me tell you something. You lose a game at Oklahoma, they're going to fire your ass. Mm -hmm. You cannot satisfy those people. No, yeah. And I'm one of them. Yeah. You just can't. We are expected to win every freaking game, yeah. and it don't happen. So – He'd had enough. He'd been there, what, 8, 17, 18, 18, 18 That's years. a bunch. Yes. That's a bunch at Oklahoma. Bud Wilkinson didn't stay that long. Neither did, did uh, Switzer. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's hard to coach there. You might think it's easy. It's not. It's hard to win those games mm -hmm. year after year after year. So when he decided, okay, he waited until June to resign. Mm -hmm. Okay? They'd already had spring practice. He did not want his staff to lose their jobs. Yeah, exactly. People don't understand this either. You don't just automatically get to stay at that damn place when the head coach leaves. You're out. Because yeah. they let the next guy bring in whoever they want. Now, they may designate, hey, this guy's got to stay and this guy's got to stay. But that's about it. About two people. Mm -hmm. So he made it clear when he resigned and gave that job to, to Riley. He handpicked Riley because he thought Riley was the man for the job. And so did everybody else. Let's be Absolutely. clear. About that. And you can't yeah. you can't say Riley didn't succeed because he was Riley he was ready to take the job. Yeah, he succeeded. Yeah. It's not like yeah. he was a disaster. No, 
No. I mean, my God, what kind no. of idiots are we if we're saying that? But so he gives him this job with Baker Mayfield's as your senior quarterback. Mm-hmm. Bob Stoops left a team that had a chance to win the national championship. And before you start blasting Oklahoma about the playoffs, they should have beat Georgia that year. Yeah, they should have. They should have. And well, Georgia, you could say the rookie head coach made some mistakes that may have cost him the game. That's true. You could say that. But he left Baker Mayfield as his core. I mean, Bob Stoops he, knew listen, he was going to have a great team. He left Baker Mayfield, CeeDee Lamb, Hollywood Brown, Rodney yeah. Anderson, who would have been an NFL back if went yep. for injuries. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. I mean, these are guys that are making plays on Sundays. I, I know, uh, yeah, Kenneth yeah. Murray. Who's, yeah. a, These are pretty damn good players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he knew this. So he left them. He left them. He handed the keys, you said, to the Cadillac, yeah. or the Porsche, yeah. which is good. And he gave them to a Chevrolet coach. How does that sound? <laughs> and that goes. What did Lincoln Riley do to deserve that head job? Head well, coach. I'll tell you what he did. When came in as the offensive coordinator with Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. He he did he did immediately affect recruiting even as an assistant. Well, yeah, he's I'll say that, but he really hadn't earned the right to be the coach of the University of Oklahoma. I don't know if that's a I don't know if you if you go back in time, I'm not really sure I agree with the last statement you made. I think he had proven that he could take them and and it wouldn't be a drop-off. And it it really until the last two years, it really wasn't a drop-off. Okay, maybe. But let's think. When they hired Stoops, he'd been the defensive coordinator at Kansas freaking State. Yeah, when they he were really part good. of the revival, Yes, Kansas State. Yeah. So he was there three or four years. And then he goes to Florida. Yeah. And they win a national championship with Spurrier. Yeah. Lincoln Riley was the offensive coordinator at East Carolina. Comes to OU and was the offensive coordinator for what two years? Mm-hmm. Three, three years. Was it three? Three years. I think it yeah. When Lincoln was a junior. Uh, no, no, he coached Baker Mayfield three. Uh, let's see, fifteen weeks a sophomore. Well, that's right. Yeah, fifth. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Two years. Yep, you're right. That's I not my years mess. messed that's, up. Yep. I mean, sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I thought it was a good hire when they hired him. Yeah, it's a good hire. But anyway, at 33, you're handed a top five coaching job. Mm-hmm. And then you knife the guy who put all his faith in you yep. the way he did. Yep. That's not right. It's just not right. All right. Let's I think I think we've trashed him enough on his character and, and everything. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's transition. Let's get to a few of the comments because we are a comment friendly show. But as you guys know, uh, you know, we had a lot to talk. We'll get to some comments, and then we'll transition into what's OU going to do and uh, how will uh, USC do with Lincoln Riley at the helm. And, oh, by the way, LSU still has an opening. We'll talk about that yeah. as well. Um, Russ said sad, th- sad that he was thinking about, you know, USC during the game. And that's, I think, probably number one why we're pissed off. Um, Dennis says, I, I, I don't think he was a good coach. I know he was a good recruiter, but he can't control the team. I think we both agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny, Dennis. The OU people we follow that are heavy into recruiting, they want to go hide. They're in a depression right now because 
the 2022 and 2023 class has fallen apart. The yeah. people that aren't really into recruiting at OU that we follow, they're not real upset because I don't think they really felt like the football was that clean under Lincoln Riley uh, as far as the, the play. <laughs> not that he was cheating, but the play, the overall play was not great. Would you agree with that? Me? Yes. Yeah. Well, I agree with that, that, that it's like, yeah, recruiting is depressing right now, but very you depressing. might get a better coach. Go ahead. Well, the recruiting situation – to me, the 2023 class, I don't care about that because those guys have only they verbally yeah. have committed to Oklahoma. That doesn't mean anything. So whether they ever would get them there, I don't know. So they're de- most of the guys that are decommitting is from that class. Yeah. The key is holding the 2022 class together. Yeah. And what has changed about coaches? I mean, coaches they you know, they always leave this time of the year, mm-hmm. but used to, you didn't sign the new recruiting class until the first Wednesday in February. Right. Now you sign the new recruiting class, December the 13th or 12th. I mean, we're talking two weeks. Yeah. So suddenly all of that recruiting class bolts or a large majority of it bolts. Yeah. You've lost your recruiting class. Yep. And that's the problem with the situation right now. And I don't know what brilliant person came up with moving this early signing period to December. Cause I don't understand that never have, but anyway, that's the way it is. The yeah. key to the Oklahoma situation and the, and why they have summoned Bob Stoops mm-hmm. is because Bob Stoops can stabilize this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And I heard Bob Stoops at a press conference today and he made me feel 100% better. Oh yeah. It was fantastic. And Bob Stoops made a statement that and if you haven't figured out yet that I love Bob Stoops, then you know, obviously you know you you know you, you can't hear, but he made a statement that's so true. Now Bob Stoops getting ready to get in, he's going to be admitted into the uh college hall football hall of fame, I think next Saturday, not this Saturday, but the Saturday afterwards. Yeah. And he said, and he, he told the players, he said, You are the program. Right. Not me. Now I'm getting ready to go into the college hall of fame. I wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame without you. You, the players of the program, you're Oklahoma football, not me, not the guy that left. And, I, I, and if they'll listen to that. Yeah. So, I want to ju- jump in real quick. He referred to Lincoln Riley as him, that guy. He yes. never said his name the whole press conference. No, it was amazing. No. And and Bob Stoops is on the road tonight recruiting. Yeah. That's how much this guy cares about that program down there. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he made a statement. They said, How long are you gonna how, how long will you coach? How long what are you thinking? And he goes, I'll be the coach as long as they need me. That's right. And they go, You mean you may be here in January? He goes, No, no, they'll go, they'll get somebody hired by then. So they got him there to put to stabilize things, to talk to because he knows these players. He's he he's around that program all the time. Now, back to this. There's one key. They've got to have Caleb Williams stay. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's get into that in a second. I don't okay. want to get into that right now. Okay. Uh I, I do want to get to this comment. Uh I, I don't blame USC one bit. The whole point of them firing their their, their coach first was to get a head start on the hiring process. Exactly. And and Russ, I put that up there because of what Papa Dude just said. With the recruiting period changed like it has, mm-hmm. that's why you're seeing it. And they, they benefited from it. 
they did. And and that's that's the whole bad part of this. And again, I don't blame USC at all. Not a bit. And I don't blame Riley for taking the job. I don't. Yeah. This is the stuff I didn't want to say because I've, I haven't heard about this. But Pedlo, if you're still on, I know it's been a while since you commented on that. Can you elaborate on the, well, what about the new picture of him without his wedding ring on? I don't know anything about that. All but, I know is his family was right beside him yeah. at the press conference today. Yeah, yeah. So uh mjf equals riley you won't get that uh comment pop yeah. that's a e- evil wrestler that he's compared it to <laughs> uh is he the next urban meyer no he's not anywhere he couldn't carry urban meyer's jock when it comes to coaching no uh, urban meyer's a hell of a lot better coach <laughs> uh yeah is he the john calipari of ncaa football I, like no because he, he doesn't can't. cheat um well calipari is a hell of a lot better coach than he is yeah <laughs> uh oops uh this one sucks that the recruiting class is taking a hit yes it yeah does. that's uh, part of it riley uh riley underachieved with the roster he had i think you could say that when you look at all the nfl players that uh, this guy coached and we have nothing really to show for it i mean that that's not fair no it's not we do have something to show for it but we don't have the big prize yeah no and that again could be some of the reason why he left is Oklahoma doesn't appreciate winning like like he did mm-hmm. and I and we're we're want we're we're some of them you know right. you know having coached you go 10 and 2 11 and 2 every year you're pretty good you know yeah. you've done it he just hasn't been able to take them to the Alabama right level. That's the problem. Uh, Russ says, how convenient is it that his number one recruit from 2023 is a quarterback from, you guessed it, California. Russ, a lot of those 2023 guys are from California. So, And that, and that kid is already decommitted from Oklahoma. Uh, most of the California kids have. Yeah, and that's – Here's the deal, Russ. I get why you would think that. He said, I thought Stoops had some health concerns come up when he, st- when he stepped down. That was – speculation that that was not the real story or the case and and people like papa dude and myself it it was such a weird time to step down that everybody kind of assumed it was something turns out it really it really wasn't he does he does have some heart problems health concerns in his family yes and he does too aaron but it's not no it's it's wasn't any kind of you have to monitor it. You yeah. have to get exercise. You have to eat right. He has to get checked up. It's some sort of a heart rhythm type thing, I think. And it, it's a concern, but that's not why he stepped down. All right, let's move on to what Oklahoma is going to do next. Bob Stoops is the hero of the day right now, but this is not a fairy tale that we're living. Bob Stoops is not going to be the head coach at Oklahoma past the bowl game. What he's got to do is hold the staff together, hold that roster together, show up for the bowl game, and you know, give a good showing and hopefully keep these 2022 kids, keep a lot of them coming to OU until we get this coach. Let me throw this out here too, guys. Mm-hmm. If you guys have some suggestions for the next head coach, throw them on there so we can kind of comment on them. Yeah, so so Bob's not going to be uh, the coach uh, for from past the bowl. That's just not going to happen. I know. And listen, after I saw that press conference, I said, God, just just hire this guy. Yeah, get him back. Yeah, give him anything. Get him back. He made me feel so much better. Have him do a Mac Brown and come on back for an encore. You know. <laughs> 
but this is not fantasy that we live in. So here are the Vegas odds currently for the next. Oh, this is good. I don't know this. Okay. At Oklahoma. We'll start here. Brent Venables. He was a defensive coordinator under Bob Stoops. Now the defensive coordinator at Clemson. He's four to one. He is the favorite. He's four to one. Okay. Yes. Lane Kiffin is five to one. So Lane Kiffin. I, uh, he does not fit what we stand for from an administration standpoint. I want to be very clear. I don't know that I agree with that stance, but I know that's the reality of it. Yeah, he would have to blow them away, and I don't think he would even get an interview. I think Lane Kiffin would be a slam oh. dunk, but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, listen, he would fit in perfect down there as far as the fans. Oh, oh my God. He would be loved. Uh, but I don't think it's going to happen. He's 5 to 1. Mark Stoops, five to one. I think that should be fifty to one. I, there's no chance. I don't think. Why? Here's the deal. He would constantly be compared yeah. to his brother, and and I don't think he wants that. And if things go bad, there's yeah. gonna be a lot. And you know what? We've had one Stoops brother that ran out of town. It's, That's right. It's not gonna happen. Now, do I think he'd be a good coach? Hell yes. Oh, I like Mark Stoops, but he's not. It's not right for Oklahoma guys. I don't think me. so. Matt Campbell from Iowa State is six, six to one. I think that's Papa Dude's pick. That's who I'd go after right now. I think it would be interesting. I, I definitely a different environment uh, at, at Oklahoma than Iowa State. Um, Luke Fickle from Cincinnati, seven to one. I think he'd be a great hire, but I don't think it's logical uh, by any means that he's coming. Well, here's the deal: he's coaching a team that might make the playoffs. When the hell is he going to get down there and coach? You know, you know what I'm saying? When could he get there? I mean, that's just it. If Cincinnati was nine and two right now, ten and two, well, maybe. I tell you something else. I heard him talking a while ago. Barry Trammell, who's a great, uh, he's newspaper guy, fantastic. They were talking about that, and he said, "Why would you want a guy who's got a team going into the playoffs, and he's worrying about coming to the University of Oklahoma?" Mm-hmm. Would you want a guy like that? I don't. And and he's not. He's saying now. I'm not saying he's doing this, but he goes. You wouldn't want a guy. He's doing the same damn thing Lincoln Riley was doing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, a couple of private comments that I'm getting. Uh, Jake Van Ort says, "Don't steal my coach." Jake is a big Iowa Hi, State. Jake, I want your coach. I want your coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would. Listen, Jake. Uh, no hard feelings, buddy. But we definitely would take him if we could. I think he's a great coach. Uh, Eric Norris, my State Farm agent, uh, says, I'm not sure where to comment, but let's face it, can't <laughs> make it to the playoffs out of the Big 12. He doesn't want to coach his way through the SEC. Pac-12 is much easier. Bingo. I think that's one big thing. What do you think? I, I, I agree. Yeah. And I remember the very first show we ever did, I think, we were talking about the realignment and all that. And uh-huh. I made the comment, I'm not in favor of what you going to the SEC. Because I think the dumbest thing – that you, I just I know why they're going. It's money, and mm-hmm. and that's you know they can't turn that down. But when you dominate a conference in the sport that means the most, which is football, you dominate the Big Twelve. Why do you want to go somewhere where you're not going to dominate? I don't care how good you are. Yeah, and we both we agreed to disagree. We agree you're right, but also it's it's money driven, and that's well, and I, it is, and I understand it. Don't get me wrong. Couldn't turn it down, but he is going to a shitty conference. Yeah, with LA as a hotbed of recruiting, he's going to get great players. The LA LA area, mm-hmm. he's already getting them. 
to come to Oklahoma. Yeah. Why wouldn't they stay home and play at USC? And who's he going to have to catch in the Pac-12? Mm-hmm. Oregon. There's no maybe Utah. Come on. He's going to get better players than Utah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and it's just going to be can he, can he progress? Well, he's, can- going do, he's going to do the same thing he did at Oklahoma. He's going to have good enough teams to probably make playoffs. Yeah. And he's going to get his ass kicked by the SEC. Well, and we, we said it. He's winning the recruiting war. We're number one in recruiting, but we yeah. can't. We're not number one on the field, and that, no. we'll get to that in just a second. Yeah. Jay Norvell is eight to one, former wide receiver coach at Oklahoma, now the head coach yeah. of the Pat. No, too old. Next, he's, he's <laughs> rough around the edges too. I like Jay Norvell. A lot. I do too, but he's they not. somehow bring him back as an assistant. I'd be all for it. He can't be the head coach. No. Uh, Russ said, "Got to uh, sorry about this. Got to think about SEC ties." Absolutely, Russ, no question. No question about that. Uh, Martin supports me for coach. I've, I've, I've put in my resume, Martin. We'll see what happens. Uh, I hope you get it. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Ricky M says he won't beat my Cal Bears. Well, we'll see, Ricky. Well, you better watch that, Ricky. I think your Cal Bears are getting ready to take a big-time beatdown from USC in the next year or so. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens there. Bob Stoops is 9-1, to one, like I said. Well, this is not yeah, a fairy tale land. Yeah, I mean that's normal. Yeah. Uh Josh Heifel, 10 to 1. Nope. He has major bridges burned. Uh not uh, uh, he burned them. I think he could do okay, but yeah. He got fired and he ain't coming back. No, he hates OU right now. Um Shane Beamer is 11 to 1. I think he's an interesting play. This guy was the uh, assistant coach at OU for a few years. Now the head coach at South Carolina. He really hasn't done enough to deserve the OU job, but boy, he knows those players. He could keep that thing together. And on the Oklahoma media, they're liking him about as well as anybody. So Mm -hmm. I'm not sold that he's done enough yet, but they love him down there. So I think he will. I think he'll get a call. I think. John Smith says he wants to take 30 to one on Lane Kiffin's college girlfriend to be the next head coach (laughs) at Oklahoma. So, uh, and uh, Russ says, hey, this puts a huge dent on what Chip Kelly uh, was doing at USC. It, or UCLA. Yeah, it does. Uh, Mario Cristobal is 15 to 1, uh, head coach at Oregon. I don't see that happening. Not, no chance. And uh, Dave Aranda at Baylor is uh, 15 to 1. Um, I like him. I like him. I think he would be good. I don't think he's leaving Baylor for OU. Do you know they were talking today? Baylor pays their coaches extremely well. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I didn't either, but I heard it today. It yeah. Like so uh, I don't think he's leaving. Well, and, uh, here's, the, here's the thing. With Oklahoma out of the Big 12, aren't they as good as anybody in the Big 12, them in Oklahoma State? Cincinnati? Yes. That's the other thing. You talk about these, the head coach at Cincinnati, head coach at Baylor, head coach at Oklahoma State. Not that he's coming to Oklahoma, but these guys all of a sudden with OU out of it, and they're those coming jobs. into that conference, and it's a power five conference. Those jobs are, are not bad whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, final one in this picture left Cliff Kingsbury, 20 to 1. Uh, I will book your Cliff Kingsbury bets if you guys want to want to do that. He's interesting, but he's no, there's no chance. No, because he's coaching a team that is the has the best record in the NFL. He's yeah. not coming to Oklahoma. You know, some interesting stuff on that today. Some people, I didn't know this, his his contract's up mm-hmm. at Arizona. And some people are thinking his agents just put that out there. Mm-hmm. 
So Arizona will up the ante for him yeah. and rehire him. I mean, this is the kind of conspiracy crap you hear, yeah. but could be. It, it, it definitely could be. And uh, John Smith says, hey, once once that hit and I win $3,000, I'll be able to buy two days of Samo bombs. <laughs> Listen, John Smith, if you're going to throw an insult, spell it right. Some bombs. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Samo bombs there, Johnny boy. But I did like it. I, I got yeah, a huge chuckle out of that, John. Um, it's funny how people, they think they're going to upset me about stuff. It's, you're not, you, there's, you, it's impossible. Uh, so, all right, let's move on to USC uh, with Lincoln Riley. Obviously, he's better than what they had. I think the talent is going to get there. Um, I, here's the deal. This is the big thing. Name a recruit that Lincoln Riley brought in as the head coach that's really amounted to a whole lot at Oklahoma. You talking like big, like five star? Or? Yeah, name anybody. Well, did he recruit? Uh, he didn't. Rec- did he? He didn't recruit CD, did he? Nope. Nope. Now, listen, as an assistant, yes, but as the head coach, I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's the head coach. Who is he? Bob, Stoops, Bob Stoops recruited. He was coach when CD came. Yes, he Bob Stoops recruited. CD. Okay, Joe yeah. Mixon was. It was, was Bob, Bob Stoops. Mm-hmm. Mayfield walked on. That was Bob anyway. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Bob was still there when Kyler came in. Yeah, Russ says Kyler. No, that Bob Stoops was was involved in that. He was still there. Jalen Hurts got thrown on his lap. Um, well, Jalen Hurts, he did not recruit out of high school, so he does, right, I'm not right. counting for this, but yes. I'm trying to think of guys that are in the NFL that are really making a uh, – I don't, I don't think anybody is, is it, that, that he actually recruited in the NFL? It's standing out. Marquise Browns was, Brown was Stoops. Bob Stoops. Uh, Mark Andrews for Baltimore was Bob Stoops. Stoops. Uh, I'm waiting. Well, I already know the answer. I'm just playing along. Uh, the center, these, the center these, for the Chiefs, how about that? <laughs> I think he recruited him, didn't he? I think that was Bob Stoops. Oh, I don't think so. I think he. I think he was maybe. I don't like, think so. Well, maybe not. But maybe he hadn't been there. Maybe his recruits haven't gotten through there yet, or something. He's been there five years. Okay, no problem. <laughs> and here's the thing: I think you're getting at. A lot of these guys have been five star players. So you you talked about it, and we did. We took the receivers today, and you said it. And I was going to bring it up too. He's in the last two year, three years, he's had four or five star receivers. Mm-hmm. One of them is in jail right now. Prison, probably prison. <laughs> Same well, thing. Um, prison's worse than jail. One of them is prison slash jail. We'll see. He robbed somebody at gunpoint. Uh, well, you one know, of them. You like those kind of guys? They're tough. Um, <laughs> one of that's why we're having toughness. All our tough players are in prison this year. One of them, uh, I'm not. I can't really dog him. Like he, he, he's been hurt a lot when he's been on the field. He hadn't been bad, but he didn't play hardly any. Another one uh, has just been marginal at best. Which one are you talking about? Jaden Hazelwood. He's been, he had 33, 33 catches this year. And what is he? A junior? Yeah, five star junior had thirty three catches. Yeah, for like three hundred and some yards. Pretty good. Um, one of them is about five foot tall. And I think he yep. had about 25 catches. This he's year. a freshman. He is, but you saw him. And it's like this. He's not any good, mm. I mean, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, he, I'm just saying. And he's and, gonna get great players out there. And and it's it's a 
how well, the word is a flashy program and and the number one flame out is Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. You know. And uh, some of you guys probably have Netflix and you probably watch QB1, which he was on. And if you know what I'm talking about, you probably watched it. He got kicked off, suspended, whatever, off his high school team as a mm-hmm. senior. Mm-hmm. Didn't finish the year. If I had recruited him, I'd have called him up and said, son, you better find somebody where else to play because if you can't make it through your high school season, you can't play here. I knew we were completely fucked with him when I watched that. <laughs> I knew we I knew we were we we're gonna have problems. <laughs> I took an instant dislike to him, but yeah. And that turned out to be a flop. Yeah, it did. So I think the bottom line is uh I don't USC will be better. They can't oh, yeah. Much worse. They're and I four think and seven. How can they get any worse? And I think there's probably enough players on the roster mixed in with the transfer portal that he's going to bring in, mixed in with recruiting. They'll probably be a nine and three type team next year. Well, in the Pac 12, you don't have to be very good to be nine and three. Exactly. And so with the players he'll get, yeah. He's going to, he will get it turned around and it will be miserable for OU fans, I'm sure. Uh, but Long term, I, I think that's kind of where the ceiling's going to be uh, at USC. And the job's mm-hmm. tough. He's going to have a rebuilding type job where he, he, like I said, he got the keys to whatever nice car you want to say with Oklahoma. So um, well, go ahead. I think some of the – we didn't really get into why he might have left. I think some of it had to be the fact, even though Stoops has been – unbelievably great with him he's still kind of in his shadow Mm -hmm. and that would bother me a little bit i think but probably not with stoops being so supportive as he is and through this rattler controversy stoops stood up for him on on fox the pregame show you know anytime he was ever interviewed but it's still he's still kind of in the shadow so that could be he might because now he's on his own. You know he's going to start his own program now, and he's completely on his own. So that might be something that was bothering him, maybe a little. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's possible as well. Um, and like I said, we, like if you would have done it the right way, yeah. And I get that there's never going to be a right way to no. leave, but but how about how about this? How about he goes through all that crap at the press conference that he did, and when they ask him about the LSU, he just said, "I'm not going to. I'm not going to answer that right now. I'm what worried about my kids. I'm worried about my kids." And then he waits a week mm-hmm. to make the announcement. Yeah, the problem with that is the recruiting thing. And I know. Visit started today, and right. I, I get that. But there's just a it's lot right. of things. So that he goes ahead and does it today. A Not lot of things. A lot of little day. things, though. I know. Just... What if he waits till today? And then he has a press conference at yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. And says, guys, this is best move for me yeah. and my family. And I just felt like I couldn't turn this down. Mm-hmm. I've loved my time here. I'm leaving on good terms. You guys will always be in my thoughts. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. There would still be angry people. There would still be angry people. Oh, yeah. But, but 
Wouldn't that be better? He could have handled it with a lot more class. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been. But it is. And by the way, I'm taking all your players, as many as them I can get, <laughs> all the assistant coaches too. And I don't even want to talk to any of you people again, and I'm on the yeah. first plane out of here. If you Monday really morning. want to know the truth, I hated this damn place. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, all right, two last two questions. Uh, okay, so I read off Brent Venables, Lane Kiffin, Mark Stoops, Matt Campbell, Luke Fickle, Jay Norvell, Bob Stoops. Uh, Josh Heupel, Shane Beamer, Mario Cristobal, Dave Aranda, Cliff Kingsbury. Will the next head coach at OU be on that list, or will it be somebody that's not on that list? I don't know who else it would be. Do you? No, I think it's somebody on the list. It would be. Now, you didn't put Joe Brady. I'm hearing a lot about him. He was the offensive coordinator at LSU. But he's he's in the NFL now. And the problem with hiring an NFL guy is he's not going to be able to get there for a while unless they just, he just leaves the job. Like he could leave uh, Kingsbury could not as a head coach. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Satterfield. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Dennis. Um, um, I, yeah, I think when I think it's one of those guys, I really and truly do. Now, do you want me to, uh, don't you think so? Have you got somebody that, you're thinking maybe the only thing that makes me pause is I thought, I thought the uh, athletic director at the press conference today made a very interesting comment of you would be shocked at the people that are already reaching out to me. That's true. And some names that are reaching out to me, you would think there's no chance they would be interested. Yeah. So, and our athletic director, I told this to Jared today, I said, he has a history, no matter the sport, and forget about football, he really hadn't, hadn't had to make a hire, no. but he has a history of hiring a guy that nobody really thought of, and then when he hires him, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. It does make sense. sense. Yeah. Absolutely. So, kind of did like, that with the basketball situation this year, so – yeah, but that was that that was the that's an up and coming coach. I mean, it was, but nobody was really talking about him. No, no, yeah. but I don't. I, that was well, nobody talks about OU basketball. No, that's but you know what I mean. You follow people. We follow people that we're talking about. That's yeah, that's true. Um, who do you like? Who's your number one? If you could pick somebody right now, who would you go get? Another uh, right. real realist. What? Another private comment from the okay. guy who can't figure out how to comment. Uh, he says John Gruden should be the next head coach. <laughs> he obviously <laughs> doesn't like Oklahoma. I guess. No, no, he doesn't. Uh, breaking news. I'm going to say right now, John Gruden will not be the next coach at the University of Oklahoma. How about so? Uh, breaking news coming out right now, just seven minutes ago, Pete Thamel tweeted out. Pete Thamel is the National College Football and Basketball reporter for Yahoo Sports. He's also podcast co-host of Yahoo Sports podcast. Pete Thamel tweets out, LSU is expecting to hire Notre Dame's Brian Kelly as the school's next head coach. Whoa. An announcement can come as early as tomorrow. Wow. So suddenly we're going to have another big time opening. So breaking news. Like I said, this was tweeted just seven minutes ago. This is tweeted. Let me be very clear about this. Again, I would not read this if two things. I didn't know this guy's name, and I I know him. 
And number two, he has the blue check mark on Twitter. He's so that is not just some guy making stuff up. Right. Um, yeah. So there you go. Russ, you've got top three choices here. You want you want to give us yours? So what you mean there, or did you want us to say? No, he means what's. I'm sure he means what's our top three choices. Okay, uh, but back to this. Oh, wow, Aaron, that. Is well, I was going to end the show with LSU, so let's kind of talk about that for a second, then we'll end it with the OU, and then we're done. Um, this is big, okay, for two reasons. If this is true, I'm going. It's dangerous to assume anything in this environment, but I'm going to assume this is true because of who is tweeting it out. It opens up Notre Dame, which is uh, whether you love or hate him, it's a big time job. Yep. So it opens up Notre Dame, and LSU gets a really, really good coach. And he's a great coach. Yeah. I can't. I I don't think Notre Dame pays great. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I can't understand why he would leave to go to LSU. I I don't get that. That's why to recruit. Easier to recruit. Yeah, it's a little harder. Has, listen, has you got to remember when he took over the Notre Dame job that they hadn't been good for a long, long time. No, Does no. he think he's elevated them as far as he can? I, he just, I, he, I don't know. I love the guy. I, I would, man. Well, I wish, I, he, I wish he would have considered OU. <laughs> I love him, but I, I, I just. I guess he's been at Notre Dame for a long time. Dennis mm-hmm. says he didn't think he really likes it there. And he, he, he could have decided, hey, I've had enough here. And they're probably waving big money under his nose. And he may think, hey, this is my best chance to go win a national title. Yeah. Be. He's getting a little older. Yeah. Wow, that is I, something to follow tonight. Yeah, for sure. That is definitely something to follow. Uh, Russ, I just saw your tweet about Rattler. <laughs> Jared actually tweeted that out. And people are like taking it serious. You know, and it was totally obviously sarcasm. Jared tweeted out, oh, my God, that, you know, Rattler's gone. Stop the bleeding, OU. And it's like, <laughs> we all know. <laughs> that, that uh, was Martin's funny. got a great comment on here. So now. Martin Hale says, fickle to Notre Dame. I mean, that makes sense. He would make more sense at Notre Dame than some of these other jobs they've kind of been linked to. But again, this guy is coaching to win, a, and, and you can chuckle at this all you want because, it, it, to me, Georgia is the overwhelming favorite. Mm-hmm. But Fickle is coaching to win a national championship. Yeah. He has a chance to do it, all right? So, <laughs> yeah. Now, whether you think that's a good chance or not, that's Martin or anybody else watching. I, I was saying he's going to win it, but this I guy's got a chance. To do it, I would have never guessed Kelly to. Finish. No, no, never, but, never and, in a million years. And if this is again, if this is true, all of a sudden Notre Dame is in the same situation as OU. They got to get a guy. They got to get a, get him quick. They got to get recruiting going. Wow, this would be a big time uh, thing if true. So, wow. <laughs> uh, Dennis says he thinks. I think he likes it at Cincinnati. You know, I I kind of do too. He seems like I do too. Seems, yeah. Why wouldn't but, he? Notre Dame is Notre Dame. He's so. an Ohio guy. Yeah. He's been good now for two or three years up there. Yeah. He's getting ready to move into a Power Five conference that he yeah. can win. Yeah. No doubt Cincinnati could win the Big 12 this year. No question. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Hey, Wish we got list. A, we got a parlay down here. I know. I'm going to read that off there at the end there, Mark. Yeah. That's right. the show. Wish list, top three choices. If you uh, if you had your way, what, who okay. are your top three candidates for OU? 
Matt Campbell's my number one. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, you don't win like he has at Iowa State for four consecutive years. And had he had a big-time quarterback, he would have won more than what he did. And I've heard other coaches talk about their offense and how diverse it is and how hard it is to prepare for. I think he would be great. I don't know whether he's interested, but that'd be my number one choice. Number two, I think I'd go with the guy at Baylor, second, because he's one in the Big 12. I know we're not going to be in there much longer, but he's from LSU. And I would go with him. Second, and my number three, I like this one too. I saw that comment from Magic. Magic says, forget Matt, please take Dan Campbell. Yeah, that's the coach of the Lions, is that right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, my third choice would be Venables. I think Venables is a pretty safe choice. I do, and I think he would do, I think he'd do well. He's a great recruiter. He's tough as nails. They need that. But I, I don't know that he would come back. I don't know. Who's your top three? I think OU needs a dynamic personality to come in there. I think they need somebody young. I think they need somebody energetic. Well, I think, <laughs> I, think I think Shane Beamer's the guy. I really, I really feel like he is. This hasn't proven enough to me. He's my number one. Shane Beamer would be number one. Uh, and again, I, I'm ranking. I'm, I'm. These are three people that have real like realistically like nick i'm not gonna say nick saban that's not realistic i'm trying to be no, realistic oh no, i'm not saying no these are guys that yeah right uh, ryan day <laughs> yeah or urban meyer or whatnot yeah. um although urban meyer could be available <laughs> i think if they called oh herb he might come to oklahoma well i would take him all right i'm gonna put urban meyer second I think, <laughs> no no Kidding. Uh, well, now, if you think Urban would come, I'm putting him first. I don't care what he does in his spare time. <laughs> I don't think it's impossible Urban Meyer would come to Oklahoma. Uh, no, it's not, but I don't think it's going to happen. All right. I'm going to go Shane Beamer, number one. Okay. I'll go. I'll go Britt Venables, number two. I just feel like he's the closest thing we're going to get to Bob Stoops. You know, well, you know, he's not as young as he used to be. No, he's, he's still fiery as hell. He is. Yeah. And 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 I don't think I think the fan base would be okay with it because he's a Stoops guy. Yeah. He can recruit, and he is tough. And that bullshit is going to stop. That's mm-hmm. been going on down there. That's mm-hmm. one thing. And look where he's been. He's been with with Bill Snyder. Bob Stoops and Dabo. That's yeah. pretty good trio he's learned from. Yeah. He's got the pedigree. If he wants it, I think he would be a good hire. Your yeah. third choice. Uh, Steve Spurrier would be my third choice. No, I'm kidding. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say him. Let's bring Steve back as the offensive coordinator. Bob is the defensive coordinator and their co-head coaches. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Beamer, Venables, and uh, I'll go Lane Kiffin third. I just think he would. We're not going to hire him, but I think he would shake things up in, in such. Well, a... if I thought they were going to hire him, he would have been in my top three. Yeah. Oh, he would be great. He would. He would be good for. Oh, he'd be fun. And the guy just won ten games at Ole Miss, so I mean, this guy can coach. And he's changed a little bit. From yeah, where he's grown up some. Yeah. I, Mac Brown still <laughs> Okay, they're not going to hire him either. John Gruden and Mac Brown are not going to be hired. 
I think this is a good comment. Uh, Russ says, uh, Brian Kelly better pack a lunch. It's a lot different down here. It sure is, uh, uh, Russ. It sure yeah, is. Yeah, he better sure learn is. a little Cajun down there. That is yeah. that yeah. They may shoot him. Uh, is is all, is the old news to, to you fans, Brent Venables? Yeah, I think he is. I, I think some people wouldn't like it, Russ. Um, I personally would. I know what kind of coach he is. and I like to fire. Yep. Yes. Yep. And I think, listen, I thought Lincoln Riley was a good guy, but I think Venables and Beamer are two pretty good straight. A lot of people don't and, realize. And, Venables, you know, straight and narrow type guys. Straight a, edge. A lot of people don't realize that uh, Venables is making two and a half million. Yeah. As the D coordinator. He's turned out a lot of jobs too. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think one this good has come along though. Pretty amazing. Uh, we get on here and LSU's got their coach. I mean, I did not see that coming. I think that's what well, we don't know for sure. <laughs> it seems very, very, very for sure. <laughs> the more I scroll through Twitter here, so um, it's all over Twitter. Yeah, it's not, and it's again, it's not hearsay type accounts. It's it's accounts with the blue check marks, and that that means a whole lot <laughs> on Twitter. Papa dude, you may not know what that means, but <laughs> but but people do uh, uh, real uh, know what that means. So well, you just told me, so I know it now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I'm teaching teaching the elderly yeah, today. Learn something just, every day. Um, listen, I think it's been a good show. Um, well, know. I I, I want to thank you people for letting us vent. Mm -hmm. This is therapeutic to us. Well, and hopefully we we kind of informed. You know, I don't know if you wanted to know some of that information. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a lot of viewers, so. Yeah, well, the best. This is the best views show we have have had live. So, thank you very really? much. For, yes, absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Well, we'll, we'll do our regular show tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say a couple things. I'll finish. Well, I got three things to finish with. Okay. Uh, I, I we'll do our regular show tomorrow. So, if you tune in the show and you're like, "Hey, what the hell? Let's talk about the games this weekend." We will do that. Uh, that'll be tomorrow. So, here's what we're going to do tomorrow. Okay, guys, we're going to come on at the same time as the college football playoff show comes on. So we're going to read off who's ranked in the college football playoff picture and react to that live. So I think that will be very, very fun to kind of do and react to it live. And we'll kind of tie that into the games and what we think is going to happen a little bit. And then we'll review the NFL a little bit as well. That sounds good, Papa Dude. Yeah, sounds great. All right. Um, uh, Russ has got a good comment. <laughs> yeah, Russ says, hopefully you all don't have to do this for another 20 years. Well, here's the thing, Russ. If it happens 20 more years from now, I probably either will be dead or I will have uh, Alzheimer's, but then I imagine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dennis says maybe start 30 minutes early and do a recap. Maybe we'll start like maybe 15 minutes early. What, what time is What time do they have that on? Uh, I knew you were going to ask. And I didn't look it up like I told you I was going to do. Does anybody know? Hold on. Uh, let's see here. Nothing like a guy Googling live on the air here. Um, it's either 6.30 or 7. It's going to be Tuesday, November 30th. It will be at 6 p.m. Oh, so, six. no, I, th I think here's what we're going to do. They'll they'll spend 15 minutes, Dennis, talking about shit before they get to anything anybody wants to listen to. Yeah. So we'll come on at 6, and by and we'll do a quick recap of the games, and then by the time that's going or that's done, then, uh, then, then they'll announce it. Uh, so 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 Eastern, Martin. Um, I wanted to, where is your parlay, Martin? Oh boy. I've, 
I've lost it here. Oh, there it is. So the Parlay Guru uh, giveaway tonight from Martin. Uh, NFL game by uh, or NFL game go over by three points to forty four. Charlotte versus the Bulls over 223 total points in part uh, Portland spread by three points to plus 10. So that's your parlay. Getting a little too complicated for me, Mark. <laughs> You've confused Papa dude, but don't oh, feel no. bad. Uh, final comment. Well, do you, I'll, I'll tell you what, I've got, I've got a way to end the show, but if you have anything else to say, go ahead. Well, I got to show you, I got to show you this. Oh yeah. Do your thing. Yep. Now this is a picture Oh, God. This is a picture. that That's my lovely wife there. Uh-huh. This is uh, at a softball game. This is Lincoln Riley. The guy in the middle of the sunglasses is uh, – what's your name? What's he doing? <laughs> the basketball coach. Porter Moser. Porter Moser. I couldn't yeah. think of his last name. And the other guy is some drunk guy. So uh, Sandy's got four or five pictures of Lincoln. See that wonderful smile he's doing yeah, there? Yeah, you know? a little phony. Yeah, a little bastard. Anyway, <laughs> this is what I think. Now, what I was going to do Uh-oh. is – is play Taylor Swift song "Picture to Burn." Those of you that are Taylor Swift fans know, yeah. you know, you're just another picture to burn. That's what I was going to do, and then burn this. But Aaron says we can't do that because no. they have rights to that song. Yes. So instead of burning the picture, this is what we're going to do. Uh oh. Oh, he's gone. Goodbye, Lincoln. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Now a beautiful picture of Sandy and the head basketball coach at Oklahoma, Porter Moser, and we forgot that Lincoln Riley was ever in that picture. So That's right. Lincoln, I'm with you. Hey, you were up here Thanksgiving, and I had two proud pictures, didn't I? Sitting over on the table, I had one with me and Bob. I was at the thing, too. Yep. And then one with Lincoln and me. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't have the guts to tear that one up yet. Maybe we'll tear that one up on Thursday's show. How about that? I tell you when we'll tear it up when he wins the national championship <laughs> in USC. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, I'll end it with this. Okay, Lincoln, you can go straight to hell. You're <laughs> dead to me. I wish you nothing but misery. No physical harm, but nothing but misery. And I hope you prove my point if you're a shitty coach. And I hope you're terrible at USC. And you and OJ Simpson. <laughs> I hope you buy a house. Just I hope you and OJ are real happy together out at USC. <laughs> Nobody shuns the University of Oklahoma, Lincoln. <laughs> Especially when you said, had handed to you, Lincoln. <laughs> the University of Oklahoma is bigger than some punk-ass coach from Texas. We'll see you tomorrow night, guys. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports, time to check.